Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 106 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Benny. Is, 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 is... I've got the sound turned down, don't worry about it. Is... There's no, there's no echo and feedback it, for... It is... People don't know what we're talking about yet. No, you guys don't. But maybe you guys will find out if you head over to youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. If not, you can't see this, but we have beers in our hand. Because I couldn't wait any longer. Sure. So. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. We'll talk about that later, though. Yep. So, anyways, Tim, what have you been up to this week? I have been barbecuing. I've been stargazing. I've been barbecuing? Karaokeing. Um, Were you in Japan? No, that would be cool. Okay, let's check. So, um, one of my friends at work turned 21, and we celebrated at a local bar, which was a lot awesomer than I thought it was. Huh. It doesn't look like much from the outside, but it turns out they have a fire pit. And, um, what bar was this? Uh, Cascade on Mill Plain. Never heard of it. Yep, you should check it out. You'd like it. <laughs> it's kind of got a country hook feel to it. Oh, really? Beers. Sweet. And, yeah. Um, but they had karaoke on Wednesday nights, which is why it was the day her birthday was, and so that's why I went there. But before that, we had a barbecue and had friends over. And before that, my house was getting finished getting painted. Um, so I have a brand new painted house. It looks beautiful. Did you do a red, white, and blue, like, pro-Donald mm-hmm. Trump theme? No, it's pretty, it's pretty, um, like... Pretty not red, white, and blue? No, it's very, it's very, uh, low-key, Pas- very... Pastel? No, it's like a light, light brown, like a coffee cream brown, like, super light. Hmm. And the white trim. It It's not notable, but it looks crisp and clean. And, nice. I'll have to more, drive by sometime and stock More you. importantly, it's, the house will be protected for the elements, which, since our house is over... 16 years old, it was time for a new coat of paint. You're supposed to do it every, like, 10 years. So are you trying to tell me that, like, the missing, like, pieces of, like, shingle and wood up in my eaves over there, I probably should put a board on? It's probably a good idea. Hmm. Probably a good idea. So that's my version I'm of home improvement was paying somebody to paint my house. Oh, you paid them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, How much do you have to pay for to have your house painted? Uh, worth every penny. Let's just say that. Well, how much is worth every penny? That's between me and my contractor. God dang it! Um, but it, yeah, it was worth it, and it looks great, and my wife is really happy about it, most importantly. I'll bet. So yeah, got it painted, we had our friends over for barbecue, um, from church, and that was fun. Sweet. Uh, lit up the fire pit, roasted some, uh, marshmallows. Nice. And then I went to, um... What'd you guys barbecue first off? Um, so we had some cheddar burgers, like, with okay. the cheddar inside of the burgers. Nice. Um, so it oozed it, out? Yeah, that was kind of the bad part was it made the grill kind of sticky. Yeah. I had to clean it up afterward, but it tasted good. 
And we had uh, some brats as well. Zach's tip of the trade here. Uh-oh. Just turn the son of a bitch on high as long as you can. Just burn that cheese out of there. No more stick. I do that. I, I let it burn for another 15 minutes afterwards okay. to make it easy for me. Yep. So we did that, and then uh, afterwards was the karaoke thing. Um, Where'd you guys go to karaoke? The bar I told you about. Oh, okay. So I didn't actually sing, um, and only two people in our group did, and they were both pretty awesome. One, really? One of them had Frank Sinatra kind of nailed down. Wow. And the other one sang Sweet Caroline. Oh, okay. Totally, like, balls out. So wow. Pretty cool. Um, stargazing was there was a Pierciate meteor shower um, this week, but I didn't see anything after laying on the grass for, like, an hour, so I was kind of pissed. In your yard? Yeah. And I'm in the suburbs. There's a lot of light, like, coming in from other houses and stuff, but I was hoping to see some, because allegedly... See, so, yeah, how you fix that is you go around and you just bust everybody's window and you just threaten them. If I had that, like... Magic spell like in the first Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, Hogwarts, the Harry Potter. Harry Potter and suck all the lights out of everybody's house. That'd be light, sweet. Light sucking spell. That'd be really cool. But I didn't really see any. But anyway, I was lying on my grass like a drunk person. Um, for like <laughs> you in your front or backyard? Backyard. Damn. Yeah, I was just waiting for my cat to come up and I'm like, Mom, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like I didn't kill you. Um, but we're recording on uh, Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's Adventure Time Tuesday. Sweet. It's Adventure Time. Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends, we're going to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and pin the human, the fun will never end, it's adventure time. Adventure time, come on, grab your friends, we're going to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and pin the human, the fun will never end, it's adventure time. Could be one of the last ones. Um, did you go ahead and grab your friends? Uh, I did, my little friends, the ones okay. that live with me. Um, this might be our last one for the summer because we have uh, oh, no. a school orientation next week. Oh no! But I'm gonna look at it and see if we can do something afterwards. I have, a, I have an idea. There's this crazy time school orientation. It should be like at nighttime, right? It's in the first thing in the morning. What the hell? Which is good and bad. So if we get done with it in time, I can maybe do something else. So we started walk off. Walk in. This is school. Good job. Look around. Walk out. We started off doing trying to do one thing, and we drove to the Clackamas County Fairground. And that just looked like a disaster. It looked like there was cars everywhere. Parking was ten bucks. And I was like, I didn't want any part of it. So we just drove away, and we drove further <laughs> Were south. Were kids disappointed or okay with it? They're okay with it because we drove further south to Salem and went to their favorite place from last summer, which was Enchanted Forest. Oh God. Um, but that's nice. I mean, like, there's a lot of people there, but the property is so spread out that you never feel like you're around. I've never more. been there. It's almost better if you go first as a kid, because when you go now as an adult, everything seems tiny. Okay. Um, it's clearly modeled on Disneyland. Okay. Um, like. It's always seemed that way. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's really cute and adorable. This local family actually built it from the ground up. Oh, wow. And, um, there's fairy tale themed houses, like there's the three little bears, there's, uh, um. Mary and the Little Lamb. Mary and the Little Lamb. There's... All sorts of stuff. You walk down this little fairyland path, and the huh. coolest one is you is go... Is it golden? No. Damn. No, it's not Wizard of Oz, but there's there's a lot... Of, they do a lot of things with caves, which is really cool. Huh. So you'll wander, and, and they don't light them a lot, so it's actually really dark caves, which I think is a cool choice. That's really cool. To, to not make it, like, brightly lit and yeah. safe. So as a kid, I remember thinking that was pretty cool to wander through these little caves. There's a really short one um, by Alice in Wonderland. We go through a stump. And then you end up out out in her house, kind of across the road. Oh, that's cool. And then the other big cave is the Dwarf's Mine. And they're, huh. they're both really awesome. 
Um, there's also a haunted house and several amusement rides. Um, my daughter told me this year she did not want to do the water log ride. Why is that? Because it scared her. Like, the big drop into the water. Okay. So don't take her to Disney World and do the tower or the Splash Mountain. She's done Splash Mountain once, and she, like, got out of it, and she was laughing, like, super nervously. Like, almost hysterically. The first time I did Splash Mountain, I was in the very front row. Mm -hmm. And right as we went over the thing... I was so skinny, I slid out of my seat and hit on the, on the floorboard for the rest of the ride. Oh, no. So I'm thinking Disney's safety standards are kind of low. Well, when she was really little, we went, I want to say, four or five, and she was actually scared of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I've always loved that one. I know, just those little tiny water dips. She was yeah. Scared, she was scared of those at the time. Hmm. Like, now she'd probably be fine with those, but she's not into water dips. Last time I was at Disney World, it was midnight. Me and my brother ran... There was, like, nobody in line for that one. So me and him would get on it, go through the whole entire thing, jump off, run to the front again, and then finally they were just like, just stay on the boat. <laughs> so awesome. we just kept riding around and around. I have a similar memory when I was maybe early 20s, uh, late night, and uh, it was Indiana Jones. Oh, nice. And there was, at the exit, they dropped this rope, and so you could actually, instead of going all the way out the exit, just go through... And end up back in the middle of the line, back into the ride. Oh, really? I don't know if that was intentional, but we sure took advantage of it. So we were looping through nice. like, like five times. That was great. That's cool. Yeah, I miss Disney. Disney's fun. Disney is fun. But that was our Adventure Time Tuesday. The kids had a lot of fun, and the drive back sucked because it's sort of rush hour. We uh, stopped off at Best Buy really quick, and I got a memory card for something for my um, tech talk this week. Sweet. And I have a 128 gig fast um, memory card. SDHD. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but that's kind of what or I've been. Or is it a micro? Um, so this takes a SD. Okay, so it's an SD HD. The full SD, yeah. Nice. Yep. But uh, what have you been up to this week? So my father-in-law came into town, which basically just means you're not going to do anything for the weekend. Right. So. So what did you do with him? Good question. So I worked all Friday. Uh -huh. um, when she came down on Friday, I worked all Friday. Um, I remember when you had Fridays off. Yeah. What happened? I, yeah. That happened. I don't know. Um, more responsibilities, I guess. So, we did that. And then... Or I did that. And then we went to my wife's class on Saturday. Classroom. Mm -hmm. And carried crap in. Because he has a pickup. Which is conveniently taking up the front of my house. I saw that. Yeah. And... Um, so, we moved shit into our classroom. And then, what else did we do on Saturday? Man, this weekend sucked. Um, what else did I do on Saturday, Tim? You don't know either? You didn't do it. I'm going to check your shovels in the garage and see if there's any fresh blood on them. Yeah, what no, I'm gonna do. I don't think so. I've washed it all off. Okay. Um, but anyways, I can't remember what else I did on Saturday, but then Saturday we watched... Race, which is a movie that came out here in 2016. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the trailer for that. The American people need champions. To remind them what they're capable of. Jesse, you're the best. You're the fastest man on the earth. Who do we have here? I'm Jesse Owens. You're a natural. I don't trust naturals. I will say, you can run. Boy, oh boy, you can jump. What I want to know is, can you win? Let's see what we got here. 
Another problem, Coach? I uh, know. You want me to do it again? Yeah. Jesse O has a new world record. You want to win a gold medal? Sure. You want to do it in Berlin? Mr. Owens, how can you justify taking part in Germany when there's so much discrimination here at home? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, where'd you boys think you're going? Just using the showers. Not until we're through, you're not. Jesse, you have a chance to strike a powerful blow. Under the Hitler regime, we must not go to these Olympic Games to show our solidarity with the oppressed people of Germany. You get a chance to be a part of history and you're gonna walk away from it? I got people looking at me for an example. I don't care about any of that! Yeah, well, you're right, Larry. You don't have to. People are counting on you. To do what? To get on over there to Berlin and beat those Nazis. You was put here to run. Don't listen to any of them. My bell ain't no black and white. There's only fast and slow. Nothing matters. Not color, not money, not even hate. Running some type of direction, cause the people going nowhere are the ones that are flexing. I'm not trying to be a preacher, I was never a reverend, but I can take you at the church and show you glimpses of heaven. You better. For those 10 seconds, you are completely free. That's a pretty cool up. movie. Um, yeah, I want to see that. It's set in like one of probably like one of my like favorite like time periods, like the late thirties, like late twenties, early the mid thirties, and uh, pretty cool. Just because like there's a lot of cool like mafia stuff that happened during that time period as well. But uh, weird part in our history where there's like segregation, which like I don't know, like I guess some people say like, our country's still pretty segregated, like. In some ways. It's unofficial now, though. But it's, like, it's not like this. It was actually institutionalized then. Like, yeah. Like, there were signs and stuff. And it's weird to see that in movie. Because, like, a lot of movies don't re- that I watch anyways don't really do that. Just kind of gloss over it. Yeah, they just kind of gloss over it. And this was, like, pretty prevalent in, like, the whole, like, black movement to, like, well, all black athletes shouldn't go to Germany for the Olympics to, like, protest against the... Uh, Hitler's regime and, like, the mistreatment and the mistreatment of how blacks are handled in America and, like, his, like, reason for why doing it and stuff. Pretty interesting. I don't know. I found it really cool. I'm, like, a history buff, though, so if you like history, this is a cool movie for you. Um, Other than that, father-in-law left on Sunday, so we got up a Sunday morning and had breakfast, and then we... Oh, we also went to McMinimins for dinner one night. Which one? On the waterfront. Okay. So we went and sat out, sat outside on the ninety degree day, and uh, yeah. You have shade at least. A little bit. No. They did. I didn't get a seat in the shade, but that's okay. I just got you to drink more beer that way. I did. So because he doesn't drink, so it was awesome. Nice. So um, then Sunday he got well. We got up, had breakfast, and dropped him off at the airport, and he will come back in like two weeks. And then we're picking him up, and my wife's driving her car, and I'm driving his truck, and we're just going to split ways that way so he can just go on home. So um, that is what I did this week. But lesson to the story, hashtag, when father-in-law's in town, there's no gaming. Yeah, I'm looking at our, our list. There's kind of a sad, sad empty spot there. So I only really played a mobile game. Um, oh, really? Because me too. Um, I'm hoping it's not the same one. I don't think so. Um, there's a quick 
to skip ahead to our site news, I put up a quick look video of Reigns from uh, uh, Devolver Digital. It's, oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch it yet? I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. No, but I saw the press release well, come through. Check it out before Zach does. Um, <laughs> um, there's It's a roguelike kingdom simulator, I guess. And with, when they said roguelike, I said no like. Well, that just means that things restart and reset. It doesn't have like um, management of resources, which is what I hate. Mm. It's um, really simple gameplay. It's like playing Tinder. You just swipe left or right. Um, it's like you, playing Tinder. It's yeah. like playing Tinder. Just swipe left or right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to manage like menus and like restock your. Yeah. You know, worry about but getting hungry or any of that nonsense. Gotcha. There are four health bars. There's like um, four bars on the top. Um, there's a cross, a heart, a stick figure, and a, a dollar symbol. Okay. So those are like money for your kingdom, your, per- your personal health, your army strength, and I guess faith or whatever. Because yeah. there's like a state religion. Like a religious. There's a state religion. And he'll come to you a lot with questions. So basically all these advisors come to you and hmm. ask you a question like, do you want to do this? Do you want to build this? Everyone wants you. Everyone wants you to build stuff. Like you can die really easy just by funding every project that comes across. Yeah. Because everybody wants you to spend money on something. Okay. That's the first thing I learned is to be kind of stingy with what you decide to support. But um, then other random things will happen. Like in the year six sixty six, my dog got possessed by the devil, and like things. That's get, not normal. Things got really weird. <laughs> Um, other times, like, I'll find, like, a dungeon in my castle and go explore it and fight skeletons. That's... I'm really kind of pissed that, like, I... This is a mobile game? Yeah. It's, like, three or four bucks. Um, I paid for it out of my own pocket. I didn't get a review code or anything. I um, might just go pick this up. But it's really simple to play. You can play through an entire king's life in well under five minutes. I can probably, yeah, like, minutes, yeah. probably, like, two or three minutes, typically. It's called the Reigns. Reigns. I'm downloading this um, now. Yeah, and it, it got my attention because I've seen a lot of great games from Dolph or Digital. I don't know if they've done a lot of mobile. Two ninety nine. Yeah, um, I've definitely got my two ninety nine out of it already. And every time you die, like so, like another air pops up. Yep, just that's the roguelike element. Like, okay. um, it's I mean it's it's very light roguelike, roguelike light. You can't say that. Um, but that's really all I played. Um, Their description is literally what you said. Swipe left, swipe right, be the king. Yeah, check out. <laughs> if you're not sure what that looks like, seriously, check out my um, YouTube video on our channel. It's only two or three minutes long. Sweet. And it'll definitely give you an idea of the gameplay. Um, cool. So, yeah, check that out. Um, what have you been playing? So, I played a little bit more Fable Anniversary throughout last week. So, are, are you on the first Fable? That's covered That's more the very th- first one. It's only the first one? It's only the first oh, okay. one. Um, and then I played this other game, which is free, that is called Bang. Okay, you should so, put a quick look of that up on the Okay, side. so me and you are going to play Bang right now. Alright. This is awkward. We're going to play Bang. I go from talking about Tinder games to Bang, and I don't know about this. Okay. First, we're going to do first two, five. Okay. Alright, so, just to, I'll let you shoot me this one time. Um, oh, we both got to press start. Then the, it's going to go... Uh, the word bang is going to go up here in the center, and the first one to tap it shoots the other person, so. Damn. I lost because I shot too soon. 
This is pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun, right? You can play it against the AI. So there's two little stick figures, like 8-bit stick figures. Uh, he killed me that time. So. <laughs> so I see my guy from my point of view. He's his, his guy. Just, and then uh, when Bang shows up in the middle, we shoot. We yep. just tap. Ah, uh, killed me again. I just love the death animations. Yeah, it's so. pretty fun. This reminds me of that uh, that game I wanted to get for NES. Oh, headshot! <laughs> nice. Do you remember that uh, Russian roulette game for NES? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, he killed me again. So now I think we're three to three. I don't know. Um, you've got three, I've got two. My kids would love this. Three to three. Is this a tiebreaker, or what do we do? We have to, do to, we have to go to five, yep. Right. Ooh, I'm dead. Alright, so now it's four to three. Tim's winning. Tim might bang me. You need to delete that later. Four to four. <laughs> I squealed like a little girl. What is that? All right. This is it. Tim's right. dead. Zach wins. <laughs> so that's bang. That's I don't super know how simple, but that, how are you playing? You can play against a computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Peter should always win, if we're to be honest. It should. I wonder how it figures out what delay to give itself or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So I was playing that because it's free. Why not? So, so you're banging yourself. I was banging myself. All right. I like to come in my office and bang myself. Yeah, you definitely need to put up a quick clip video. Like, you could make it literally a 30-second video oh, of yeah. that one. Of course. So, anyways, that's why I've been playing this week, Tim. Um... If they're watching this on YouTube... Yes, if we get up our butts and make this happen. Exactly. Maybe then we can talk about our tech talk. Well, we can talk about it regardless, because I'm going to be using this tech for packs. Okay. Um, I spent a considerable chunk of money um, on the Canon Vixia Mini. So this is um, a camcorder specifically designed for vlogging. It's a pretty thin form factor. Um, you can easily fit it in like a... Almost looks like a taser. It does kind of look like a taser. You could fit it in most um, breast pockets of like a shirt or whatever. <laughs> Booby pockets. Breast pockets. Booby pockets. Um, there are a lot of um, controls you can get into if you want to optimize it. But if you just go with the auto settings, there's really only three buttons on it, um, hmm. and then a touch screen. Looks it's, really freaking cool and slick. Yeah, it is really nice. It has kind of a uh, sort of a fisheye view, but it doesn't distort a lot, but it, it it provides you with a really wide view, which will be great for packs and other yeah. applications, um, or for recording in a bar somewhere. I think it'll kind of give you, viewers, a... Dude, we could do some epic vlogs from packs this year. I think we can. Um... So I'm excited to take it out and use it. And I also bought an accessory for it that I might not use every time. Um, it is the CTV1. And if you are watching on um, YouTube, YouTube you'll which now, you should be, you'll now see the camera 
as I'm controlling it with my um, smartphone pan one way and then the other so it's a platform that you just um, attach the tripod attachment at the bottom of the um, camera and it's either battery powered or powered with the uh, camera's AC adapter okay and it just provides a smooth pan um, you can tilt tilt it manually up and down um, but can you tilt it manually with that or no no okay it's manual not welcome to Wolverine yes so um, you get a little bit more view of the legends lair here um, see so if we get some more Zelda stuff on the other side um, this part is more like a cool toy, although I did think of an application for it. Uh -oh. If I can figure out the um, record while away function, I'm having some Wi-Fi issues. Oh. I can actually leave this plugged in at home when I'm on vacation. And then use it to record or view. Right, to check in and then see what my cat's doing and yell at him to get off the counter or something. I don't know. You can't yell at him. How the fuck did you yell at him through this? Oh, that would be a separate application. I'd have to get a, a microphone somehow, but... Um, so yeah. Set up your ring doorbell on the side. So, I think it's pretty cool. That's the really cool. Canon Vixia. Um, I'm excited to try it out and hopefully... Now I really want to buy a video camera. Thanks, Tim. You don't want to spend this much. I'm still paying it off. Um, I'm using all the extra money for the next three weeks, basically, to pay it off. And I'm almost there, but yeah. I might not buy something like that, though, but I need to buy a There's camera. There's definitely sometime. cheaper options. This is... This is a very high-end vlog camera. Was it's yeah, it's it's very specialized. It's yeah. not uh, just a normal consumer grade. Mm -hmm. Like take it to the soccer game. I wouldn't take this to a sporting event. It's not suited for that. No. It's not suited for action shots. No, it's not. And yeah, um, but it's awesome. It's got some nice uh, microphones on it too. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you're able to hear this clearly on the YouTube video if you're watching it. That is the the microphone from the camera, not our podcasting microphone which is sitting right in front of you yes you probably see Our the blue balls right in front of you see zach's giant balls in front of you but that's uh today's tech talk sweet and we already kind of talked about quick news uh from our quick site news um which is rains um but the one thing we didn't mention is pax appointments are starting to roll in yeah we got some cool things lined up do you want to talk about any of them yet or not i'm just gonna give a shout out to HyperX, um because yeah. that's who i so far have officially am i think excited we were talking about thursday them. night Th thursday night's looking pretty good oh yeah that's we right got, we got Thursday, so we're rolling into town um a day early hopefully if all goes well um i had some friends coming back from seattle actually they're delayed by an hour Ooh. but um hopefully if we roll into town in seattle like we're supposed to we will get to check out the microsoft um what time do we roll in I'll have to look it up. I think it's early. We should be fine. Yeah. Um, starting about 4 or 5 o'clock, there's the inside at Xbox party. Yeah. And there's a shuttle, actually, to the Redmond campus, so that'd be kind of cool to go hang out at Xbox. That would be sweet. Um, Microsoft, whatever you want to call it, both, really. But um, X-Boners. Yeah. See how the other side lives. Exactly. Maybe win myself an Xbox One Slim. Maybe wear some PlayStation Sony equipment while I'm there. Oh, jeez. Um, just see who I can get a fight with. Yeah, so we'll, we'll probably be checking that out, so that'll be exciting. That will be. And then later on that night, same exact night, Yep. we head back downtown Seattle. Yeah. Head down to West Street, I believe it's called. No, we'll party hard. Party hard, baby. Stab, stab, stab over at Tiny Build. Did you see they're coming out with the iOS version? Of I did! I even emailed back. I was like, is there any chance I can get a review code for that? I'd really love to stab people while I'm walking around downtown Seattle. Oh, uh, yeah. My daughter would love to play. Uh, right? 
Party Hard on your iPad. Oh my god, I would die if I could play it on my phone. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know if it would work as good on the phone. It's so small. Don't destroy my hopes. You need a tablet or something. You have a tablet? Windows. A Windows tablet? Yeah. Crap tablet. You need at least an Android tablet. I had one. Well, I mean, I guess technically I'm working right now on a Windows tablet, but I don't use it as a tablet that much. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm extremely excited about that. And then also we have an interview or another appointment already preset with HyperX. So, yep. stay tuned for that. Um, other than that, guys, um, last week's question was, what was your favorite popcorn flavor? I only got one personal response. Did you see any more? I forgot to post it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really my fault. So, CP writes in. We were kind in, of punting on that question, though, let's be honest. That's fine. But CP writes in Uh-oh. and gives us a legitimate answer. Yeah. Martian poop. That's a popcorn flavor, too? I thought it was a soda. I don't know. Eat some weird, weird popcorn. Weird popcorn. So, anyways, guys, that brings us to uh, my favorite time segment of this show, which is Tasty Treats. Yes. And we're ready for a break. Yes. So, Tim. Yes, I'm ready for Why break. should they like us on iTunes no, and Stitcher? Not just... just screw Stitcher. Why should they like us on iTunes, Tim? Um, Because that's where you can download Party Heart soon, and... So that makes iTunes cool. So you want to be cool, and you want to go to iTunes because that's where cool things happen. Like, I think I see where you're going with this. Like party hard. You're saying they should stab iTunes. No, if they don't want to be stabbed by iTunes. Oh, iTunes is the stabber. Yes. They're the stabbed. No, if they don't want to be stabbed by iTunes. Oh. They should appease it by liking us and rating us on it. I see. And then they could party hard safely. Okay, sounds good. Well, guys, we'll be right back after this music break. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it'd be like music video break. So, not really sure how that works, but... This is the part where we dance. Yep. Tasty treats in hand, and today we'll be enjoying Barley Brown's Head Shake IPA. Now, it's not quite a double IPA; it's like an IPA and a half, according to Two Eye Browns. Okay. So it's got a it's lot of by Two Eye Brown. Yep. Um, by I Barley Browns. So it's it's got a lot of hops in it. It's got some Chinook, some Citra, Equinops, and it's uh, bright gold in the color. With uh, citrus and tropical fruit aromas. Um, since it is a IPA and a half, it's got a high ABV at 8.9. Nice. I don't know what the IBUs are. It's not listed. It doesn't seem... Well, I'm guessing 70, 80s. Yeah. It, it's definitely got some hops in there. Definitely has some hops. But it's tasty. Um, thanks to Zach for picking it up today. Yeah, no problem. And since we've had our tasty treat... And let's be honest, we've had it all show, really. 
it's time to kick it. You want me to start out again? Yeah, you go ahead and start it out. So, I've got one I'm kind of excited about. Um, this is one I will probably back. It is called Bones of the Coast. Okay. It is Which a, coast? The West Coast. Um, it's about the Pacific Northwest. It's a comic anthology of West Coast <laughs> horror. Um, 220-page full-color comic um, inspired by the Pacific Northwest and featuring indie cartoonists. So what's the story of this comic? Well, let me let the uh, editor explain it to you. All right. My name is Shannon Campbell, and I am the editor-in-chief of Bones of the Coast, an anthology of horror comics inspired by themes of the Pacific Northwest. The anthology is being published by Cloudscape Comics, a nonprofit located here in Vancouver, which seeks to promote and network and publish independent cartoonists from British Columbia. Bones of the Coast is going to be their most ambitious project to date, with 35 creators and over 200 pages of full-color comics. Now what I mean by inspired by themes of the Pacific Northwest, well, we left it open to submissions and saw what came in. What we got were stories about cloudy mountains and treacherous tides and deep wilderness. All of them were uncanny and frightening and isolating and strange. And in the end, we had an anthology that was scary but also inspiring, full of really beautiful stories that were haunting and we're really proud of the anthology that came together. Particularly because we were impressed to find that in the end we had industry veterans like Nina Matsumoto and Simon Roy, along with artists who were being published for the first time and we're very happy to be able to put these incredibly talented veterans with very talented newcomers into an anthology that we hope you'll really enjoy. We have a number of reward tiers in order to entice you into supporting Bones of the Coast. We also have a series of stretch goals planned. The most important thing is that the first three stretch goals will all be about getting our contributors more money because they deserve more money for their time, for their talent, for their amazing comic skills. Once it's done, however, we will plan on bringing you the fanciest schmanciest copy of Bones of the Coast that we possibly can, including spot glosses, spot foils, hardcover copy, and increased physical rewards for the postcards. Bones of the Coast is an ambitious project, but we're really delighted and proud of the work that came together, and we can't wait to show it to you. So thank you very much for your support, and happy haunting. All right, so as you heard, um, they put out a call for stories inspired by the pacific northwest and kind of let it let the uh, dude so there was like the uh green river killer oh yeah the pacific northwest is full. like we could have some so awesome this, murder story comic going on some of these are going to be complete works of fiction some probably will be basically well, i mean i mean we could have some really gruesome like works of fiction i should let you borrow my green river killer what graphic novel you'd enjoy it i would love it um so there's a whole bunch of creators. Um, it will feature the talents of Kelly Ahrens, Chloe Chan, Anastasia Chern... I'm butchering his names. Chernaya, Michael Elliott, Kevin Forbes, Mindy Fraser, Britt C.H., Abby Hontaveros, Abby Howard, Lindsay Ishihiro, Sean Karamaker, Emily Lampson, Christian Haruki Lett. Um, the list goes on and on. I read about half the list. There's a whole bunch of um, indie creators involved in this. Art looks really amazing. If you have a second, go to the Kickstarter and actually check out the video. Hmm. You get to see the kind of the style um, this graphic novel will be. And you can get in pretty cheap if you want just digital. You can get it for $12 US or 15 Canadian. Um, for 25 Wait, why are they offering it in Canadian? Because it's in Vancouver, BC is where the editor is. 
That's weird. It's a Regina Crumb. But, so, but it, but it, Pacific Northwest does extend into Canada, my friend. No, it doesn't. It yes. stops at the border. There is North, a wall. Northwest. Hey, we love our Canadian friends. Eh? There's there's no wall on that border. Well, that's true. It's the other border where we got the wall. Yeah, and we're to build it out of the bones of Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> so let's skip ahead to the biggest reward you can get on this project. Um, I think I forgot to mention that for... $25 Canadian or $19 US, you get a physical copy as well as a PDF copy. So that's probably. Is that the, probably the level you're going to back it probably at? Probably the level I will buy it at. I don't think I'll get the hardback, but um, yeah, for 19 bucks, getting a, a really cool comic, I'm, I'm pretty much in. Um, but the top level is for 1000 Canadian, which, if you're American, is the bargain price <laughs> of $772. Holy shit. Gotta love that exchange rate. It's called the Limited and Prestigious. You become the patron. As the patron, you will receive a copy of Bones of the Coast, signed by at least five contrib- contributors, and you'll be the subject. You'll be the subject of an original horror story, written by editor Shannon Campbell, Jeff Ellis, and Kathleen Jocks. Holy and shit! Illustrated by artist Pam Wishbow. The story will be printed in all copies of BOTC, immortalized your support within its terrifying pages. And someone's already backed it. Um, good for them. And Is how that- many? One Just of one. one. Yep. Wow. I mean, that's pretty cool. Get a horror story, like, for 700 bucks, like, based on you. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so, good I on you. I wish I could have done that. I'd have been like, make a serial killer one. Um, but, yeah, the art looks amazing. Go check it out. It's called, like, once more, um, Bones of the Coast. You can find that on Kickstarter. It's got, it's, um, by the time you hear it, it's already over. Um, so this is pretty much just for me. Yeah. But I'm excited about it. I'm backing it. And I just want to let you guys know about it. So if it's successful, you'll be able to buy it in bookstores eventually. So Sweet. Yep. Cool. Well, I have one called Doing the Jump That Almost Killed Evil Knievel in a Rocket. In a Rocket? In a Rocket. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let the creator of this, uh, Team Evil Spirit, talk about it. This is the most dangerous project in the history of Kickstarter. Hi, I'm Eddie Braun. On September 17th, 2016, I'm going to strap myself into a rocket and launch over a canyon. This is the Evil Spirit, my 10,000 horsepower rocket that uses steam as its only form of thrust. I will go from zero to over 400 miles an hour in three seconds. There's a chance I may black out, but if I don't, I'll have only seconds to pull the parachute before I come crashing back down to Earth. This stunt has been attempted before, once, in 1974, by my childhood hero, Evil Knievel. But due to a parachute malfunction, he nearly died as he came spiraling down within the canyon walls. Major television networks heard of my jump and wanted to be a part of it. One network even announced their involvement publicly, calling it Jump of the Century. Thinking that I was gonna get my money back through the TV deal, I sunk nearly my life savings into this rocket. Then, the network got cold feet, they backed out. They thought I was going to kill myself on live television. So guess what? We're doing this anyways. And in the true spirit of Kickstarter, we wanna offer it to you, the people, where for only a few bucks, you can stream it live. We'll send you a link prior to launch day and you can see whether I make it or not. 
I need to raise at least 150 grand for me to cover the expenses to stream it to you. We've created some really cool rewards, like limited additional apparel, putting your name on the rocket, getting a piece of my parachute, or even being there with me live on launch day. Every reward comes with an exclusive version of Sir Elton John's Rocket Man, recorded especially for this project by Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. If we don't reach our goal, nobody will get to see this launch live. So please, tell all your friends about the guy that's gonna strap himself into a rocket and try and cross the canyon. Thank you. So as you guys heard Eddie Braun talking about, um, he himself will strap into an identical 10,000 horsepower rocket. He'll reach 400 miles an hour in a blistering three seconds. And if he doesn't black out, <laughs> if he doesn't black out, he will land on the other side of the Snake River Canyon. Um, now, the funny thing is, is Evil Knievel tried this. Okay. Years ago. I think it was like, I want to say like 80s. Evil Knievel tried this. Evil Knievel on takeout, takeoff. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to like, once you hit your peak, you're supposed to hit the parachute. It'll glide you to the other side. Okay. Evil Knievel's parachute failed. No. Dropping him down into the Grand Canyon at record speeds. That sucks. And somehow he lived the tale of the tale. Now, if m some of you probably don't know, into which none of you would know this, but growing up in the 90s, Evil Knievel's son mm -hmm. tried jumping the Grand Canyon, or did jump the Grand Canyon, at the very, like, small... How, how would you say it, Tim? Like, the... Where it's, like, closest together on point. both sides. I don't know if there's a word for that. Yeah. So, anyways, where, like, he would have to jump the least. Mm. And he did, but he broke his arm and, like, he didn't land cleanly, so that I don't think they counted it. But he made it across. Okay. I, and I think I, if you make it and you survive, that counts. I, I would think so. But I don't think it does. But, anyways, I am a huge fan of Daredevils. I thought that would be a great occupation for me to get into. I don't mind breaking or cutting stuff off. Mm -hmm. I'm good to go. Okay. I'm plug and play ready. Okay. And uh, so this guy Eddie Bauer, or Eddie, Eddie Bauer, <laughs> <laughs> he should get a sponsorship. Is yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Eddie Braun is uh, hoping to reach the other side without passing out. All I'm saying is five U.S. dollars gets you the live uh, feed of this. Okay. It's not going to be televised. He like you guys just heard on the video. He had televised backers who all pulled out once their financial institution said, this guy's going to die and you're going to be broadcasting alive. They all pulled out. So for $5, you guys can get the live stream that he's going to be hosting. He's doing this whether or not it's funded. The only thing he's funding is the live broad stream, uh, broadcasting of this event. I'm surprised he doesn't have sponsors. Speaking of sponsors like Red Bull or something. He might have those. But he doesn't have sponsors as in, like, Fox News, ABC, right. Coin. Um, so $10. All those, all those reality TV shows are not one, right? not one of them, huh? I think it's bullshit. $10 gets you the live jump, um, plus Rocket Man, which is uh, Elton John song, as you guys heard, sung by Slash. Um, $20 gets you the live stream and the documentary that will be released in 2017. $40 gets you live documentary, live stream, and Rocket Man. Um, 45 gets you a t-shirt. I'm looking for 
the level where you get part of the parachute. Hold okay. on. Okay, strip of the parachute. You get a strip of the parachute. Um, spirit t-shirt, blueprints of the rocket, print on premium paper, shipped in tube. Parachute swatch, $200. You get a swatch of it. Jumping up to the highest backing level, $2,000. You get the VIP plus after party. Party like it's 1974, people. <laughs> Back when the 8-track was hot, right? Isn't that 74? Yeah, and cocaine and... and so you think really, we have cocaine really tight, at this party? Really tight pants. I don't have tight pants, so I can't... I mean, I don't know. I think disco and I think party like 74. Party hard? Kinda. Okay. With longer hair. So you get the... You get everything from the VIP launch experience above. Plus you will join Eddie if he makes it across in one piece. That is prevalent right here because he might not live. Um, just like Evil Knievel almost didn't. Members of the Knievel family, the Evil Spirit team, and celebrity guests at the official event Spirit After Party get a photo sitting in the show rocket. Uh, includes t-shirt, hat, and long sleeve tea. Food and beverages included. Alcohol not included. Lame. It's not 1974. Documentary plus Rocket Man does not include travel or accommodations. <laughs> so he's willing to do all that risks, but he's not willing to risk giving you alcohol. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that is not partying like 1974. No, stuff. it's not. He didn't mention there. Was, he didn't say that if there was or was not cocaine though. So. That's true. He could be giving you cocaine. Okay, I'd give him a pass if if that was involved. So there's Slash recording Rocket Man. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um. Like he said, he sunk his whole entire life savings into making this rocket. Okay. That's insane. Yes. It's really insane. But uh, this has eight days to go, so a few days, if you guys want to watch this, which I probably will back for $5 a watch. And you need some help, because it's... He's at $50,000, or $50,513. He needs 150000 to be backed. He has 554 backers, eight days to go. Probably not going to make it, but uh, you never know. Maybe. So. He says he's going to do it regardless, right? He says he's going to do it no matter what. The rocket's already made. He dumped all of his life savings into it, so he's just got to do it. Does he have, like, terminal cancer or something? Like, what is he <laughs> doing with his life right now? I don't know. But before we move on from Kick It, okay. let's step it back up to the previous segment before Tasty Treats. Okay. And then before that, okay. to what we've been doing this week. Well, you forgot something? I did. What did you forget? I learned your wife is a certain skill fucking fanatic like I am. I thought you were, <laughs> this I is thought I awesome. Get, I thought I would get through this episode. No, no, no. This is awesome. So. Yeah. This she, is really cool. We, like, found, we found out at the same time. That she, I looked. She has a. I you, looked on my phone and it said certain skill. And I was like, ha. Ah! And it had your wife's name and your name. And I was like. What are you guys going to tell me? What are you, Am I part of an episode or something? This is really cool. And I looked, and then she said how big of a fan she was, and I was like... <laughs> She's always been a fan of true crime. Um, Ted Bundy actually lived in her neighborhood for a little while. No way! I'm um, so jealous! <laughs> That's so cool! She read all her mom's and rule books. Um, she's got a two-hour commute. You've got a ten-hour workday with a lot of listening time. So it makes sense that you eventually listen to the same stuff. This is so would, cool. Would have to be sword and scale. I was so excited. I you like told t- me I really need to check out the newest episode. You really do, because the first one, this is Zach the whole entire time, so it sounds like it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So I'll give you a hint. 
This whole entire episode's all about children killers. Awesome. Yes. My favorite. Yep. So anyways, jumping back... If we're back. done plugging another podcast that's not ours, you're welcome, Sword and Scale. Uh, so we're Sword Scale. We are on to game industry news, events, and game releases. And I didn't see a ton of game news this week. Um, I will say that reviews for No Man's Sky have been kind of mixed. Um, I would... S- the ones I've read are like, not good. They're not glowing. Well, even the positive ones are not particularly glowing. Um, seems there's a pretty large survival element to the game. Um, Very that, large. It kind of cuts into the fun of exploration. Well, I've also heard that like a lot of people like you'll land on a planet, you'll be being attacked, but you'll see like an epic ship uh-huh. laying down there. So you'll jump off your ship, get in that ship, and then the service crash. And then you're stuck. You're a ship. stuck in a ship that's broken down that you can't repair. Right. Um, they're still working on the game. It's clear that they are going to be patching it multiple times. Um, so I think I'll check out the game in a couple months. <laughs> oh, uh, tune back in to episode 207 of the Plug and Play podcast where Tim finally checks is, it out. There is a rumor that I reported on for the ButtonSmashers.com that uh, PlayStation Now will be coming to PC. And, Tell me about it now, Tim. Um, so there is a French website called, I think, GameFunct or something like that. Um, and I used Google Translate to figure out that they are saying that on August 23rd, um, PlayStation Europe will be announcing the rollout of PlayStation Now for PC. That is a week from this recording. Yes, and so Europe will get it first, and then U.S. and Canada will get it a week later. There's no news on Japan and other countries. This is going to be like a app, a program you install? A program, a dedicated program for your PC that will run PlayStation Now. You can play PlayStation Now on PS4 right now and play over 400 PS3 games Okay. for a monthly or three-month or six-month subscription. Um, but this will give you the freedom of not needing a PS4 to do it. You could be, like, at the airport on your laptop. On your Xbox One controller. I think you will need to get a um, at least a DualShock 3, if not a 4, actually, okay. um, to, inter- to interface with the program. Okay. But you can get a DualShock 3. It might be a 4, so I'm not sure the details. Okay. And this is actually a rumor. They say they have sources. Um, of course, Sony, when reached out, they had no comment on the story. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll know one way or the other in a week if this is true or not. But Yeah. Um, for some people, this would be great to be able to play PlayStation 3 games anywhere they want with their laptop. Um, That'd be sweet for me, anyways. That's a pretty good library. I mean, there's some great games, like you're saying Mafia 2 is one of your favorites. Yeah, that's on there. Um, lots of great games for I mean, PlayStation. Twisted Metal's even on there. Yep. Yep. So, that was the only uh, real news story I could think of this week. Sweet. Which brings us to game releases. Sweet. So, uh, I'll run down this list. Sure. Coming out August 16th, guys, you have a Venture Capitalist PS4, Bank Limit Advanced Battle Racing Rift Vibe PC, Bound PS4, Death Stare PC. <laughs> like Death Star, but Death Stare. Yeah, I almost said Star. Grow Up Xbox One, PS4, PC. This sounds like something you'd be telling your kids to do, Vic. Grow Up. I don't really get what the hell that is, but we'll check it out. Um, Days X Go iOS and Android. I want to check that out. That's coming out. The Go games have been pretty fun. I've played Hitman Go and Lara Croft Go, and they both were pretty good. Huh. That is um, on August 18th for some reason. It got mixed into the 16th category. 
Coming back out on August 16th. Inversus? Inversus. Inversus. PS4, PC. August 18th, guys. Oculus. Oculus. O-K-H-L-O-S. O-K-H-L-O-S. Um, PC, Max, Linux. F1 2016, coming out on August 19th. Xbox One, PS4, PC. Metroid Prime Federation Force for the 3DS that nobody's excited about. Sweet. I, I know literally no one is excited about this game. Nope. I don't think anybody is. Stardust Galaxy Warriors Stellar Climax. That sounds like a sex game for Q. PC, August 19th. Oh, who doesn't like a Stellar Climax, though? I mean, it... It's it's in the galaxy, dude. And then lastly, style savvy fashion forward 3ds August nineteenth. Hey, it might be a better game than uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. I'm just kind of caught up, but I want to have a stellar climax. Are you seeing stars, buddy? I'm seeing stars. stars. I'm styling, profiling, and having a stellar climax on August nineteenth. Definitely smiling. So, guys. That brings us to this week's question, which is... Why aren't Zach and Tim playing more games? Yeah, why the fuck are we playing more games, I'm guys? I'm curious, like, we haven't really talked about why, so maybe the listeners have some insight. Exactly. I think it'd be fun to ask them. This could be like a fun fill in the blank, like, why aren't they playing video games, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, what, you know, what alternate adventures are we having or whatever? Zach is having a stellar climax. <laughs> Nobody wants to know that. So, guys, until next week, check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. You guys can find us over at plugandplaycast.com, where you can connect with all of our social media outlets, all of our RSS feed outlets, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Music. Uh, all of the things. All of the things. And then check us out at plugandplaygamer.com. Catch up with us at PAX Prime, because I'm not calling it West. Fuck the West. PAX Prime 2016. Twitter and Instagram at Plug and Play Cast, Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. And if you're one of the lucky people watching this, YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. So, until next week, guys, don't forget to. Oh, wait, 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 wait. If you're watching this on YouTube, there'll be something right after this, after this end music. So, don't forget to. Prime and shine.